What's up, girlfriends? Welcome back for episode 11 of Shameless Ambition, the podcast. I'm Lindsay Dalen. I'm Justine Eno. And we are wrapping up an incredible year. 2023 is coming to a close. And how are you feeling, girlfriend? I, I have a side note. I don't like the number 23. I oh, have like a weird, okay. like, um, would you call it like a juju, I guess, about yeah. it? Like I watched the movie, I think Jim Carrey's in it. You've mentioned this yeah. before, And actually. it's like, it's actually called, like the movie's called The Number 23. And ever since then, I've hated the number. So going into 2023, I was like, I'm going to hate this year. <laughs> like, it's going to be bad. But no, it's actually, it's a pleasantly surprised me for the year. And yeah. all the things that have happened and the opportunities and yeah. It's been a good one. Yeah. It's been the for, growth, right? I was yeah. just going to say for me, I know this has been such a transformative year and I've just gone through such massive change that I'm sitting here reflecting on the last 12 months, just feeling so grateful for all of it. Yeah. You know, like I saw something on Instagram and it was like the tears you cried in 2023 have just watered the seeds for 2024. And I really feel that. I feel like next year is going to be such an incredible year. And we just had a super cool meeting today. We that We're riding the high. We're riding the high. We yeah. love doing podcasts after cool meetings like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. It's great. It's a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. So going into 2024. It means people are listening. Exactly. <laughs> and, that, and that feels good, right? Like to know that because um, we do this with like the intention of zero people listening mine is like ourselves listening to ourselves back right like <laughs> I mean but like if we can reach one person we're happy and to know that we're reaching more than one person and we're reaching our community is absolutely amazing so it's the best feeling it yeah. honestly really is the highest compliment to us to know that people are listening and resonating with what we're sharing and what we're talking about and mm -hmm. I mean this is just such a a gift and a privilege for us to be able to sit together every single week and just word vomit all over the internet. So it's... Yeah, and even sometimes, like, I can not... I don't know. I haven't talked to you about this. I can't speak for you about it. But sometimes, like, when it's hard to get ourselves here to this space in this chair because of our days or our weeks or whatever it has been, once we sit down and press record, it all fades away. So... It really does. And these conversations just mean so much to me and keep me so inspired and engaged in the forward future thinking mm -hmm. that we discuss together and yeah. you know we're moving into a brand new year 2024 and everything about it feels good so far yeah. like i'm looking into these next 12 months and really excited about what the future holds for us and for me and for my family and just the opportunities that are out there for people and so today we want to talk a little bit about goal setting and why that's so important to creating success tis in a brand season. new year tis the season that's right yeah so um I do vision boards I'm more of like a visual goal person I actually get really uncomfortable when people are like what's your goal and I'm like Wah. and I, I don't know why it's always been a, a question that makes me feel weird okay. or uncomfortable but it's good I'm working like I just work through it and talk yeah. about it um but yeah so for me I um when it comes to a new year I do vision boards with my family um usually it's just Tyler and I but we're trying to get Ari into it a little bit now that she's totally old enough. Yeah. yeah um so yeah we just like kind of you know old school you can use a magazine if you want but those are expensive so <laughs> we just look on like google or whatever and just kind of envision what we see our year looking like and whether it's like 
you know, um, speaking at something or teaching yoga or whatever it is for our family, whatever it looks like. Um, we just print out pictures and put that up on our vision board and usually hang it by our beds. And then it's something we look at every night before we go to bed and we see first thing when we wake up. And um, if you ever watch the documentary, or I think there's a movie now or read the book uh, called The Secret. Um, Ooh, it's, love that yeah, one. it's yeah. just about um, manifestation and really seeing things in your life happening before they happen. Um, so if that's something that resonates with you, doing a vision board is perfect because you're really manifesting your vision. Um, but obviously there's tons of ways to set goals. And like we've talked about in future or prior podcasts is that our recipe might not be yours. So you have to figure out your recipe first. So um, yeah, that's I me. love that you guys do vision boards because I think that that visual representation every day is just so powerful. And I love that you mentioned the secret also. Mm-hmm. I think I was like 13 or 14. My mom made us watch it. Yeah. And no, I was older than that because I was working in the bar. And <laughs> this is why I remember. Because this is why I quit working in the bar. <laughs> oh, just kidding. No, it was a really cool affirmation that manifestation and quote unquote the secret actually works because I watched this at home I went to work that night and I told myself I'm going to make $200 in tips tonight it was a Friday night and I just decided in my head that I was going to create the circumstances that evening to walk out of there with minimum $200 in my pocket and I walked out of there with like 300 bucks and just like high on life knowing that like <laughs> I decided that was going to happen yeah. and I, you know, somehow made that happen. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, speaking those words into existence and really harnessing the power of, of that manifestation, it, it does pay off. Oh yeah. I mean, I could like, we've keep, we keep all of our old vision boards cause we do it on like a cork board, but we do like a construction paper background first. So you can just like pull it off and we can keep them and look back. And I've looked back every year when we do the new ones and there's things on it that actually feel kind of creepy. Oh, when really? you like, yeah, you're like, Oh gosh, that's like picture perfect of like yeah. what happened. Like I think like it could be like the house we live in right now. I think I've had a picture that's really similar to that. We got a Rottweiler that like looks identical to a dog. I put like, it's just these weird things that sometimes you don't even realize. So it is making it happen. Yeah. These things are coming true. Yeah. So it's really cool. But it's really, I read a quote today when we were talking, just because I knew what we were talking about and it was like, what did it say? It said, um, a goal is just a wish unless put into action. So like you do have to put action behind it, right? So you can't just like, for me, put up a vision board and like see all these things and be like, okay, I'm going to look at it every day. <laughs> I'm just going to look at it and all these things are going to happen. It's going like, to happen. <laughs> no. So you do have to put the work behind it, right? You do have to put the energy there. You have to put, if it's like financial goals, you have to put the work behind that. Um, whatever it is, there is work involved. It's not easy, but um I think that the way we decide to set our goals helps us, yeah, like stay on track, right, for those things that we are really important to us. Well, this reminds me of back in the day setting all my sales goals in December. You know, I would always get a budget for the year that of numbers that I had to achieve, but then I had to take these large numbers and figure out how I was going to achieve them because, like, I couldn't just stare at a budget report and expect it to just magically happen. The phone doesn't just ring. And I had to learn how to deconstruct those numbers into swallowable amounts that were easier to focus on. And so, you know, if there's one piece of advice I could share in regard to 
setting those goals, especially sales goals, yeah. is to chunk them down. Chunk your annual goal into a quarterly goal, yeah. into a monthly goal, into a weekly goal, into a daily goal. Because when you're now looking at a daily or a weekly goal that it seems so attainable, you have so much more confidence and energy and ability to go out there and make it happen because yeah. you're not intimidated already just by the size of the number. Yeah, so there's an acronym most people know, SMART goals, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, it's pretty common, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, specific, measurable, achievable, uh, realistic. Thank you, mm -hmm. and time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're all like really important, and the one I just forgot, realistic, is what you're talking about, right? Like you have to set realistic goals. It's not to say that the sky is not the limit, it is, but you have to be able to understand that you might not make it to here without stopping here, 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 and here first. Um, and those, each of those should be a goal because those are the like little steps that, and you should be celebrating them because it'll make you feel good and Absolutely, when you celebrate so. those small steps along the way, and it really is consistency and repetition yeah. that leads to the success in these goals, is just showing up every single day. And you know, if you have a $10,000 budget you're shooting for, but you're only focusing on finding that next $1,000 sale this week, it becomes so much easier to get out there and find that $1,000 and then do it again. And do it again. And, and it feels it good. Right? It feels so you're like, good. You're having all these like wins. sticker charts. Like oh, kids, right? Like you charts. get to see yourself grow and you're like, yeah, got it. Exactly. <laughs> Check. Check. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like making sure that you do that because obviously, like, I have it on my list to talk about making sure that you can sit in failure and be okay with the failure and setbacks because any, we face that always when going to achieve any goal, really. There's always going to be a setback or a little bump in the road. Um, but setting yourself up for as much success as possible, and that means chunking them down. Absolutely. So that it's not too big of a hill to climb all at once, right? So endurance. Endurance is important in <laughs> accomplishing sprint, any yeah. goals. That's right. Um, I mean, I really do love setting goals for a new year. I have so many documents of like my 2019 goals, my mm -hmm. 2020 goals. Like I have a document from probably every single year. And to be honest, I'm really bad at reflecting back on them and being like, am I actually doing these things and checking them off? But for me, it's like creating the clarity in my brain of writing them down mm -hmm. and being like, okay, this is actually what I'm gonna focus on this year. And then I just take off yeah, well, in that have, direction. We have to have the conversation with ourselves. Totally. If not, it's just gonna be like a thought, right? You have to actually like have the conversation with yourself as awkward as it may be of being like, okay, like, and dial it down because if not, you're gonna, it's gonna be like an afterthought or be like, oh yeah, that was a goal. You know, you have to really like dial in what's important and there's so many goals out there. Like, I mean, for lots of us, we have lots of things we want to achieve. So you have to make sure that you are picking the ones you want to achieve in this time frame, and saving the rest for later. So you're great. Like if you make a document, you can be like, okay, this is now, this is later, this is now, this is later, you know, um, and not forget the ones come back to also. Well, and I think you start with like, what's that kind of one big goal of the year? Like, what do I want to accomplish in this new year? And then what are the things that I could do that support accomplishing that? What's going to make new connections that are going to support that goal? What kind of activities could I incorporate into my life that are going to support that goal? And you just kind of keep working it backwards till it's such a granular cellular level of like, what kind of person am I going to mm -hmm. be to support that yeah. big goal next year and 
I think those are the important conversations to have. Like, I don't necessarily think that it's as much as the numbers matter, of course, the numbers matter. I love numbers, but like your success doesn't need to be measured by, you know, KPIs and whether or not you're necessarily growing in revenue every year. It's about, are you accomplishing the things that you set out to accomplish? For sure. And I think that there's like a huge difference in professional and personal goals. For sure. And I think that, um, obviously like they intertwine a little bit. Um, but I, for me, at least, um, I have to be pretty specific with myself of like, okay, these are like my professional goals for the year, um, but these are also my personal or my family goals for the mm-hmm. year um, and really making sure that I'm giving um, the same amount of goals to each and right. not forgetting that like my family and myself are important in that journey as well. So, and I mean like family could be like financial or mm-hmm. like anything like that, but I think that it's important to not just like segregate it to your career or just your family or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, one of my working goals since I became a mother has been to establish myself in such a way that I can take the time off with my kids whenever I want or need to. So, mm-hmm. Things like dialing back my professional life throughout July and August because my kids are off school and Mm -hmm. I only have 18 summers with them, as they say. So, you know, and then in December, just choosing to slow things down in December so that I can focus on all of the special Mm -hmm. memories and moments that I want us to have as a family together. And so... You know, that's an ongoing personal goal that I think just like overlaps year over year over year and just like, am I setting myself up so that I can be the best mom and wife and friend and sister and daughter and all the other things outside of (laughs) an ambitious woman? Yeah, I mean, right? So many layers. So many layers. But I mean, I think no matter how women set their goals, I think it's important that they have them, whether Mm -hmm. they're personal or professional, whatever that looks like for you. Um, and, and goals are big and small, right? I was just about to say little or big. Exactly. And if you're new to goal setting, like start little, Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be like, I'm going to get a $5 raise and a promotion or something like you start little, just be like, I'm going to walk around the block for an entire month every day. Yeah. Done. Right. Exactly. Just like whatever it may be. Um, and just like prove to yourself that you can achieve it because once you start proving that to yourself, Um, I think that's why lots of us don't set goals is because we have a little bit of lack of self-confidence and that's okay, girlfriends, we all have that. So like no shame there at all. Um, But I think that sometimes that overcomes us and then we're scared to set goals because we obviously don't want to disappoint ourselves. So why set them, right? Because then we're not going to disappoint ourselves. Um, So yeah, if you're new to it or you're feeling uncomfortable about it, just set some small ones. And once you start building that confidence that you can achieve your own goals, then Well, and if one of your goals is to read more and you haven't read Atomic Habits yet, start with Atomic Habits because that will help you change your perception on how you structure your goals, how you approach your goals, the things that you do to support your goals. It was hands down the most influential read ever for me professionally. Changed everything. Yeah. Yeah, I need to read more. So maybe, oh. <laughs> maybe I'll take you up on that go. advice. Yeah, I'm like, I'm definitely like the go for the remote over the book 
kind of girl. But that's how I always was. Like, growing up, I my dad was, like, a TV person, too. So I don't think I, we even owned a book, in, minus the encyclopedias. <laughs> we definitely had encyclopedias at the farm. But I don't know if we actually cooked books. But Cookbooks. Well, you're a great cook. So oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Learn something companies along the way in Melbourne, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Companies coming. Love those cookbooks. Jean Pear is a treasure. Uh, but the salt. <laughs> <laughs> and the butter. And the butter, you always had to use real butter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, anyway, I churned it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but yeah, back tickles. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's important to to have them. I think it's like important. I think it helps us lead us to our purpose and to feel like you have a purpose. Um, Yeah. Something to get you out of bed every day, right? Like, I mean, obviously we all have responsibilities and things that we have to face in the world each day, but... When you have goals that excite you and that inspire you and that um, motivate you, it just makes it so much easier to jump out of bed in the morning, face your day, mm-hmm. and just do the things that you need to do to make those dreams a reality. I mean, yeah. having shameless ambition is such an inspiration to me. And I remember this time last year when tickets had just gone on sale and like it was meeting with sponsors and just out pounding the pavement nonstop. And receiving rejection nonstop. It was this dream and this goal of shameless ambition that kept me motivated and kept me getting out of bed. And it just was evidence and proof that having that concrete goal was so positive and productive in my life. Yeah. And like you have to see it being successful. Like you have to see it no matter how many other people don't see it. Mm -hmm. Not saying that people didn't, but I'm just saying in a goal. Whatever it may be, if you have doubters or haters out there, you you have to see past that. Like it has to be a goal so com- you're so confident in mm-hmm. that you're like, it's okay, I believe it. Totally. I know, I see it. Um, and then it will. It obviously it, you put the work in, you see it, you believe it. The, it will come to fruition. Um, maybe not how you perfectly envisioned it, but it will come to fruition. And I think that's really important. And I have it on my list of just like. Making sure that when you're setting your goals, you're not like falling into like societal norms or falling under the glass ceilings or whatever it is. You have to like let that go and really define what first of all success looks to you and like let it all go. Like Mm -hmm. let the outside crap go and be like, okay, what is just my goal? Like letting out everyone else's judgments and opinions and whatever. What do I want? I think that's such an excellent point that you just made and something that I personally really learned over the last couple years because I feel like for a lot of my career, I set goals based on what I thought other people expected of me. And, you know, obviously, exactly. A lot of my goals were set as far as sales goals, but then, you know, I thought that people expected me to sit on boards and committees and volunteer for stuff. And I had to be at this and I had to be at that. And I had to be this type of woman and that type of mom. And it just, I, I really did kind of fall victim to setting my goals for the wrong people people and reasons and over the last couple years I've just kind of fallen in love with my own authenticity in these goals and not really caring what other people think and that's where it's so powerful it's It's such a hard thing to work through like it's such a hard it's mucky it's icky it is and it like I think it's still a work in progress like don't get me I find myself in a lot of situations where I'm like okay I feel like if I wasn't my authentic self I might be received better (laughs) but push through um 
so yeah, you have like it's still a work in progress, but once you do make it through and you can really like sit in your authenticity, it's great. It really is so great. It's so freeing. It's so freeing. It makes um, moving forward with your dreams and your goals and your ambitions so much easier because you're not worried about what other people think and you just rest safe in the knowledge of you love yourself and you love your dreams and your life and as long as you're happy it's just like I don't feel like anyone should have anything to be ashamed of when they're pursuing their goals you don't have anything to apologize for and as long as you're not harming anyone yeah just don't be a jerk diggity good yeah be nice be kind like your goals are yours. Yeah, like, do you your know, thing. But yeah, then it's all good. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've said I should listen back and see which podcast it is because I reference it so many times. But I told a story about not my cookie. So <laughs> it's just, if it's not your cookie, like, let it go. Like, yeah. if it's nothing you can control or it's just someone, just, meh, it's good. And when you fall into that authenticity, you find that. You just are like, okay, cool. Not I'm not for you. Cool. And, and you just move on. And it doesn't really bother you. I mean, sometimes, but it doesn't. Like, it, you feel okay because exactly. you're so good with who you are. Um, and usually by that time, you've already found your your crew of, like, rock-solid people that you're like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> well, and when you feel that safe with yourself, you feel so much more um, safe to celebrate the accomplishments of others mm-hmm. in a sense of, like, when you see the people around you achieving their goals – you just really genuinely are happy for them. And it comes from such a place of um, true joy and respect. And when you, when you're surrounded with people that are accomplishing their goals, you're in the right circle. So it's an opportunity to be inspired, to learn from them, to grow in the moment, to capitalize on the connection and create more positive momentum within your circle. It's so great. I mean, there's nothing better than like letting go. I don't like it. We I talk about this all the time, but letting go of the ego mm-hmm. and um, being authentic, authentic, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's so powerful when you let go of that ego part because I feel like once you have really worked into your authentic authenticity, your ego goes away. Obviously, we all have it. Like you have moments where you're like, ooh, you and you know, like we have them. Yeah. So like, let's not lie. You put on a hot outfit and you're like, damn. And so we all have ego, and I think a, a little bit of it is is actually a little bit healthy. Um, but when we learn to understand it, and we can sit in a room with other women who are being celebrated and genuinely feel joy, mm-hmm. when you get to be celebrated one day, you'll know that you're standing in a room of women that are genuinely celebrating you. Absolutely. Um, so you have to remember that. It's like if you want that in the future of women genuinely celebrating you, you have to exude that first. And it has to be genuine. Mm-hmm. It can't be fake. And you just be happy for other people. Like we've all worked so hard to get where we are, um, each and every one of us, that when we make it to an extra step or we get an accolade or we get to have this big accomplishment, like we should be high-fiving each other because we know how goddamn hard it is. Absolutely. To get there. So like, come on. Yeah. Well, and it's just like if she's not celebrating with you, like she's just not your person. It's not the person that you should be around. And that's a conversation I have with myself every single time I take the stage in front of a room full of women specifically. Um, For the most part, there's always somebody in the room that I know and I know they are cheering me on and they have my back. But then I also (laughs) always know that there's some women in the room that are judging me and just waiting for me to just (laughs) fail and fail. But 
I don't give that energy any sort of power because either they're going to resonate with what I have to say and what I'm doing in that moment or they don't. And if they don't, that's okay. And I'm super good with that because yeah. I just, I don't have the energy to be everything to everyone. Yeah. And once well, you I realize, if exactly, you were, like you wouldn't be an authentic person. Once so. I realized that it was like the most freeing <laughs> feeling in the world to know that it's just like, I'm just good with being myself and liking myself. And I think, you know, you mentioned ego. I do think it is great for people to have a little bit of yeah. that because you should be confident girlfriend. When 100%. you put on that hot outfit and you're feeling yourself, take the selfie, post it shamelessly. Like, yeah. Yes, girl, slay. When you know you're killing it, yeah. put your shoulders back and carry that weight with confidence because you deserve to carry it. Yeah. And I just think that it inspires more women than you know. Mm -hmm. And even the women that might be judging you, you're inspiring them at the <laughs> same are. time too. Yeah. You really are. Oh, and yeah. it's funny because it's it's weird how like where our kids are um, in school, obviously. So um, we get to hear about the fun stuff that happens and you know, girls, like girls are girls. Uh, so, and they're in the age where they don't have the maturity to understand life yet. So they're being mean to each other sometimes, right? And we get to hear the stories of that. And it's funny now that we become adults, I'm like, oh, it's still there, but it's just in such a different way mm -hmm. of like, um, it's not bullying by any means now, but it's so like, it's a feeling. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a yeah. Vibe. But it's there. But you know what? You said something and I was like, I have to um, continue on that is like giving them power. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, we are talking about setting goals, but like, again, so let go of the judgments of other people or when you achieve that goal, those goals, let go of the haters because you, you have the choice to not give them the power. That's right. If you give them the power, then they have the power. Mm -hmm. But if you don't give it to them, then they have zero power over you. And then you, it's over. So, um, yeah. And again, easier said than done. But just remember that in those moments of like, I'm not going to give them my power. Well, and I think the conversation is simple. Like, do I like myself? Yes. Yeah. Do I believe in my message? Yes. Do I care about what I'm doing here today? Yes. Do and I have good intentions? Do I have good intentions? Yes. And if the answer is yes to all of those things, like you honestly don't have to care what other no. people think. And it, you know what? It's not about you. It's not about you, girlfriend. Yeah. It's something going on with her and her emotions and how she views herself in that totally. moment. And so... Tell her her hair looks nice. And exactly. She has a outfit totally. I truly believe in the power of like not killing them with kindness, but extending oh, grace. <laughs> no. Just extending grace. You know, I've just had a lot of interactions with women over the years, some amazing, some not so amazing. And some of those not so amazing ones, um, no matter what, they're always still met with grace by me yeah. because I have no idea what goes on in their life. I have totally. no idea how they grew up, what they were exposed to, what they know, what they don't know. Um, and very valid. It's just grace, girlfriends, all the time. I go back to a, like this funny meme I read one time and it was like, just say she's wearing a nice dress and you like her outfit. If you do, like find something genuine to compliment. Don't make it fake. But then if she ever wants to talk crap about you in the future, what's she going to say? She's going to be like, oh, yeah, that bitch said I had a nice dress on. It's like, ooh. <laughs> right, so that's where... She sounds terrible. Yeah, oh, God, isn't she yeah. awful? She complimented my outfit. Jeez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's where I go to. But Lindsay's point's way more valid. <laughs> just yes, yes. 
Well, it just like this comes down to the conversation that is the undertone of like all of our conversation in essentially kind of building this community of women with shameless ambition is that you know collaboration over competition girlfriends let's just support each other there's more than enough room for us all to succeed you know like I loved how um this week Beyonce and Taylor Swift were both supporting each other's uh, movie tours or was it the movie they were supporting concerts or the concerts I don't know but for years the media has pitted them against one another and so they made a very public display of supporting one another and I just thought it was beautiful it was awesome you know like I do feel like that's the caliber that we should all be at as women just trying to survive out there 100% just trying to survive right (laughs) oh yeah like I, I love it when I see like another rundown mom out at something with me and mm-hmm. I look like her too and we look at each other and we just know and we're like yeah right <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah I know but it is right like we're all going through it whether it's mom life or work life or whatever it is um we all have so much and keeping that in mind right of like we you don't know you right. have no idea what happened in that person's day week month year you, you have no idea so I would like yeah. to officially issue a challenge slash goal to our listeners for 2024. Okay. And that is to be more conscious about extending grace to other women. If you can set that as a goal throughout the year, just be purposeful and intentional in extending that grace to women, smile at each other, compliment each other, and watch how that changes your relationships in your life. Make it a habit. Be consistent. Speaking for, like, the moms to moms is, like, stop hating each other. Stop hating each other. Because we all do things differently. Yeah. Like, we do. So, like, we're best friends, and we do things differently. Mm -hmm. But, like, who cares? Are they alive? Yep. Are they healthy? Yep. Mentally and physically. (laughs) Yeah. Like, are they good? They're taking care. They're happy. Like, you know, they're good. So it's like, did you give them Tylenol? Great. Did you co-sleep? Great. Like, who is just stop Mm -hmm. and just acknowledge that the other mom is also surviving Mm -hmm. and doing the best she can for her and her family and just like grace because like, it's disgusting. Honestly, that's actually something like I could rant about is it is, is because like, you know how hard it is. Like you're living it. So why would you shame another mom going Who's through just it? out there getting through? And yeah, I just like, stop. Totally. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> well, I've just always said that, you know, raising kids is the ultimate responsibility. In yeah. Life. Bringing a child into the world, you know, however that child arrives in your family, it is the ultimate responsibility. And it that's what I mean is we could never know what's going on no. every single day in other people's lives because it just nobody's journey looks the same nobody there is no right or wrong way to do it like it, well i i use this analogy so many times and it's it's crazy so if you even just think about it like biologically if you have like twins and they're separated at birth and one twin goes this way and another twin goes this way and they never know about each other and they're raised in two completely different environments, social settings, whatever it is, and they meet later in life, they're going to be two completely different people, even though their DNA is exactly the same. Right. So like our environments, everything, it all comes in to like who we are, how our day is and all of those things. And you don't know that you don't Mm -hmm. get the privilege of knowing that about everybody's life. 
So yeah, you do have to keep that in mind. Like no journey is the same. Nothing is linear. Well, and it's just like, exactly. All of those factors come into play into designing the person and adult that you're going to become. And so I, I try and think about that with people actually, when I'm having interactions with them, good, bad, weird, or ugly, you just like, okay, you know, what kind of factors should I consider here in trying to understand this person? You know, what do I know about their background? Mm -hmm. What do I know about their um, level of education? What do I know about their goals in life? What do I know about their family? And how does that potentially factor into who they are and and this conversation that I'm having with them? Because it's so cool Mm -hmm. to kind of step outside of that person and just kind of like take a more wider scope view of maybe why they are the way that they are. Totally. Yeah. You just never know. No. Right? Unless you get to really know the person. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely important that we're just like exuding the utmost kindness unless it's really, really, really not deserved. Which has to be like <laughs> something crazy because obviously stick up for yourself. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, just be kind. Like just choose the high road. Be kind and it helps your goals because you're just being a kind person and it's you never know who's effect. watching. Exactly. You never know who you finger in traffic. You just like, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Right. Like it could be like, okay, funny story. I did this one. So I was like racing to a yoga class to teach and I was running a little bit late cause we we're supposed to be there a half an hour before. And I cut this lady off like really, really bad. And she like honked at me and I was like, you know, it's my thing. <laughs> She was in my yoga class. Oh, wow. So awkward. Oh, So no. awkward. Like, I felt awful the entire yeah. time. And it was weird. Yeah. So, I just, like, but, haha. But anyway, you never know who you could be pissing off or giving a really dirty look to or whatever or snapping mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. in public or you never know who's watching. So, um, keep that in mind. Like, you just want to be the best version of yourself all the time. Not for, like, everybody else, but for you. Totally. Like, be that person. Well, and if you don't handle something the right way, that's okay, but like it's how you acknowledge it that really ultimately matters and and what changes you and helps you grow. And I think everybody understands that nobody's perfect. And when you go to somebody and say, hey, I didn't handle that the right way and I'm really sorry. And I would just really love to offer my, you know, acknowledgement that that didn't come out the right way or I didn't approach this the right way. And it just, once you acknowledge it and release that, it just feels so nice to be able to move forward from it because it's not holding you back anymore. It's not sitting and percolating on your brain as something like, oh shit, you know? And there's nothing more powerful than like an apology or an acknowledgement of crappy behavior Mm -hmm. um, without it being asked for. Right. I think there's a lot of power in that. So like before the person's like, hey, you were being this, Mm -hmm. before they have to point it out to you, if you know, just have the guts to go to them first because um I I do believe that it will be received a lot better and a lot more of in a mature way of like that you actually do reflect on your own actions as a person um and usually the person feels pretty great when they're like oh okay I wasn't right or I wasn't wrong they were actually you know being 
quite rude or whatever. So right. I do think there is power in that as well. Well, we've talked lots on the podcast about communication and that was really one of my goals a few years ago was to just communicate better because I do have a tendency to internalize things and just deal with my thoughts on my own and just kind of forge ahead. But I've found so much power in just discussing them and releasing them and just being transparent about them with the people in my life that matter. Yeah. And, you know, you and I had a powerful moment in the garage on Friday. Mm -hmm. It had been a large week. I was overwhelmed and just emotionally at my max, dude. I was at I my know. max. And I could tell. I've been like weird texting her for like weeks. Yeah, like, hey, she knows my vibe. You okay, what's yeah. wrong? And you're like, I'm fine. <laughs> but we were just, we were hosting a 40th birthday party here yeah. for Mike that night. And I was about to have a house full. I had made it through the day. The house was clean. I had done all the things. I had just killed it. Yeah. And I pulled you into the garage and I just took one look at you and just started unloading and bawling and crying and like just literally releasing so much emotional energy and the space you created for me in that moment was so beautiful thank you Always. and you made me feel so safe and it wasn't a case of like now you were super worried about me and the whole rest of the night was going to be weird oh, you gosh, knew what no. that was and yeah. it was just like I just had this like 10 minute unload and instantly you know just felt so much better oh my and, God. Was, and you had a good night I had a great night like, there was but... no meltdowns and that's what's so good too that you unpacked it before totally. having fun with the 40th birthday is because <laughs> great vodka <laughs> well, right but because too like if you do add liquor to like a bottle the bottled up emotions usually it like explodes really? so it was yeah. it was good that you cleared that in more way than one but I am always your safe space and I always will be but um yeah it just honestly feels so beautiful to communicate my feelings more and more as time goes on. And like I said, that was a goal of mine years ago to just be more authentic and transparent and vulnerable in my feelings. And it has changed my relationships in a way that just, oh, I, I honestly don't even know how to put into words because I just feel so much more fulfilled by the conversations I'm having. Well, and you can, like, your friends or your partner can really show up for you how you need them to. Um, I know we've talked about this lots. Um, and it's always a work in progress. Like, it doesn't mean that because you're like, okay, this is how I need you to show up. That's how they're going to show up every right. day. Like, no, that would be nice. But no, um, it's always going to be a work in progress. But you have to keep the communication lines open, um, especially if you are in a heterosexual relationship because men and women are so different mm -hmm. um or if you have a male friend like we're so hardwired differently Absolutely. that you cannot expect them to understand their our thoughts just without explaining it or it's a rare man that That's like honestly got to be one of my biggest pet peeves in life is when people expect when you to no, <laughs> when, like, oh, no. no. When we're about people... to get into it podcast 11 <laughs> when people expect you to know what they're thinking yeah oh yeah Ooh. well it's an assumption right you make an ass out of you and me. me yeah yeah but you do like you can't and so if you're able to communicate then there's re really no gray area because you're like hey i told you what exactly. i needed so it's like yes you did it or no you did not mm -hmm. there was no like muckiness about it either so. you were listening or you were not yeah or yeah. trying or not or whatever it is but yeah so um well and you know yeah. on that note even just with communicating being a better listener too I think we could all be better listeners and I think that if we could 
work on extending grace to other women and just being better listeners, imagine how that would change the world. So, little story about okay. listening. It'll be quick. Um, I love your stories. Take okay. all the time. Um, we did this in my yoga teacher training, and it was super powerful. I've done it in my marriage, and it was super powerful at the time we did do it. Um, anyway, so you sit next to somebody, whether, like, it doesn't have to be if something needs to be worked through. Maybe your friend just needs to unload or whatever. And you're going to sit, like, I mean, like, close, but not touching. Oh. But just close. Like, you're close. You can feel the other person's energy. And you're both going to face forward like Lindsay and I are right now, and you're going to stare forward, and you're not going to look at one another. You're not going to touch each other. And each of you gets five minutes. So you just put a timer on, turn the timer off, like, flip it down so that's not a distraction. You want, like, nothing in the room that's a distraction. And you literally sit there for five minutes and listen to your friend or your partner cry, Aww. talk, yeah. yell, whatever, and you don't respond. You do not touch them. You do not move. You just sit there. And then it's your turn. And then they don't move. They don't say anything. They don't nothing. And then after, if you guys want to hug or whatever that looks like, then you can. But really, like, setting yourself up in the space of, like, being un or sorry having no distractions and like having that clear of being like no one's gonna interrupt me nothing like no touch not a thing don't even look at them and just let them unload it is so powerful um and I highly highly suggest that if you're looking to further um a romantically relationship and communication or just like work through something with your friend yeah I, I think that's beautiful and yeah. just such an easy approach and you don't need anything. <laughs> no, so. like it's just our relationships are so important. And when we choose them wisely, they are so productive in our lives, uh, in achieving our goals, in becoming the type of person that we can be proud of. And so if we can all develop the kind of skill set that allows us to work through that tough stuff in a healthy, productive way. Well, and you'd be really surprised at how hard it is to talk uninterrupted for five minutes um by yourself in a vulnerable state it's hard and you will be really surprised where the conversation with yourself goes like right you'll start off being like I'm so upset at you because you did this and it like literally ends in like you were upset because your dog passed away last month like right. or something right and it's just like when you give somebody the space to really unpack for five minutes of uninterrupted you get to the root that's the point is like you give them the space to get to where it needs to go. I think that is the ultimate sign of respect for somebody when you would be willing to give them that five minutes of uninterrupted time and you actively listen to what they're saying. And it, yeah, I think that's beautiful. I love mm -hmm. that. It was like the one of the coolest. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what you would call it. Things that they had exercises that, <laughs> that they had as work through like, um, if you're ever curious about the training I did, please reach out to me because I would highly recommend it and give you all the information. Um, but it was so much more than a yoga training. It was like, let's be better people. Let's like reset your ethics and mm -hmm. like just be a good person. So right. um, there was no religion or anything around it, but it was just like literally let's be good people. So um, I learned a lot through that. I think that's the ethos of just what we try and show up to do every single day is just be a good person and... I mean, don't get me wrong, I <laughs> I think that there are a lot of things that 
define what makes a good person and that can look different for a lot of people and that's okay there's no morality per police out there that just gets to decide who's good and who's not um but at the same time when you just operate from a place of love and kindness whatever yeah. you're doing couldn't be good wrong intentions. anyways good yeah. intention exactly so yeah there's a buddhist philosophy and it's like leave a room better than you found it meaning like clean up after yourself and i yell that at my daughter all the time but i have taken that into my own philosophy and taken it further and i've said it earlier with um podcast two with shannon and i said i try to leave a, everybody that i meet better than i found even if they're that. in like a great yeah. mood, I'm going to like make them a little bit happier or, you know, make them feel a little bit more confident. It's always my goal to leave the cashier or like the person walking on the sidewalk, like leave them. Even if it's in passing, I'm going to leave them a little bit better than I found them. And I will be really upset at me if I leave them worse That's than right. I found them. That's so, right. um, yeah, I would never want that to be someone's last thought of me, right. That's right. As like making their day worse. So, um, yeah, just remember that. And make that a goal. <laughs> As we're talking about goals. That should be a goal. If that's not who you are already or, you know, something you need to work on, that should be a goal. And it's okay because we all had to start somewhere. Like, I wasn't a super kind person always. I had shitty phases yeah. where I wasn't the best person. So, I'm... Um, please, 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 whatever you do as you listen to this in certain places, please don't ever... Um, take it as we're coming from a high horse ever. Um, we stumble. <laughs> we fall oh, on our faces. Oh, gosh, girl. I've said yeah. some really inappropriate things at yeah. the worst times and done things and learned my lessons. Yeah, and I've I still been an am. asshole on a few occasions. So, um, yeah, it's, it's speaking from experience and, like, I'll continue learning. And I'm sure that I'll stumble, of course. But Well, um, this is our growth that we're sharing yeah. with our listeners. You know, we are trying to be really raw and authentic and vulnerable in these conversations because it's, like, we're sharing what we've learned along the way. And, yeah. like, that's just it. Like, we've grown so much <gasps> throughout our lives. Do you know what I just thought of? What? That our girls are going to be able to listen back on these Aww. one day. <laughs> I literally actually never thought about that. I'm about yeah. to cry for hit the hormones. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be Love great. Love you, girls. Anyway. Yeah. I um, didn't think about that. But it's just, like, we've all made mistakes. We're yeah. all going to make mistakes. I... I literally cannot tell you how many times I've taken my foot and shoved it directly <laughs> in my mouth, like as far as it could possibly go. I've done that uh, lots yeah. in my life, which is where the growth is coming from. Totally. It's the sense of like, I'm not perfect. I never will be. I don't want to be, but I really do want to be a better version of myself every single day. Yeah. And that just be you know, better than yourself yesterday. That's you know? honestly one of the things that I love so much about the turn of a new year and going into 2024 is like it really does feel like a blank slate and all of the things that I'm thinking about and that I want to make happen. I have this full fresh 12 months to plan it all out and to set those goals and create that action plan and figure out what the steps are and it just feels so inspiring to me because I get to take all these things that I've learned and continue to use them to make learn all more. of my, to learn more, <laughs> exactly, to make more yeah. mistakes, to set bigger goals, to achieve bigger things, and to mm -hmm. just continue creating a life that I love. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we make, you make mistakes. It's all the time. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I, I love a new year. And also, speaking of, like, a new year and a clean slate, I also believe in, like, a burning ceremony. Ooh. <laughs> so, if you – I haven't done one in a really, really long time. Um, But, yeah, just, like, 
And if there's some stuff you've been holding on to that you shouldn't be, like, I don't know. I think of, like, high school just being so, like, ex-boyfriend letter. Right. <laughs> or just, like, that best friend letter and she's not your friend anymore. No, just kidding. We're adults. But, like, so whatever it is that you could be holding on to that is negative, just let it go. Like, throw it out if you don't want to set fire to it. That's fine. But just, like, let it go. Like, you really got to, like, say 2023 is done. Bye. Nothing you can do. Yeah. It's gone. Um, let's just focus forward and yeah, like continue on. Um, I love that you brought that up because I just watched the final episode of Vanderpump Rules last night and, um, Kristen made her big return, which I thought was awesome. I actually (laughs) love Kristen and she brought, um, like crystals and she burnt the letters with Ariana about like what she wanted to let yeah. go of and yeah. release and I was like this is so powerful I need to do that like so yeah I mean we do it lots at home yeah <laughs> with sage but you write like a negative word about yourself that you've been thinking or yeah remember the episode when Kristen saged Stassi <laughs> I'm, I'm also... sorry I've been on a big VPR no, kick I only recently discovered this show like three months ago and just power watched 11. all 10 seasons. 10, yeah. There's 10 seasons. Season 11 drops in January. So I'm caught up now. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fresh. Time to restart it. Before it's very <laughs> fresh in my um, mind. I am indigenous. I think I've mentioned that before, but I have a heck of a time keeping sage lit, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't do it. My ancestors are not helping me out. Because, like, every time I go to light sage in my house, it, like, it dies. And then I have to, like, carry a barbecue lighter around and, like, oh, oh yeah. So. Your Coco I'm looking down and just, like, all right, Justine, get it together. Be better. Like, yeah. like, okay. Fire's not my friend. <laughs> I've never really been a fan of fire, to be honest. Like, I mean, it freaks me right out. I like sitting by fires no, that, like, might it creates me. for me, but I don't like lighting fires, so. Mm-mm. No. So, yeah, that's different. um okay well let's see if i've covered everything on my uh you know like list i think i have did we chat all things goals we talked about failure yeah yeah Yeah. career look your favorite word balancing yeah Yeah. (laughs) love balance yeah yeah no we different definitely covered up everything that i had on my notes so i think that you know the the purpose of this episode was just to inspire some goals in your life as you move through you know, the next few weeks and into the new year, December really, in our opinion anyways, should really be about embracing the spirit of the season, spending time with your loved ones, and really yeah. reflecting on all that you have accomplished and done in 2023. And just looking forward to the future in a way that feels positive and bright to you is really the message, I think, that, you know, having yeah. a conversation about goals is because they're so different and personal for everybody. Oh, yeah. And like we've talked about, they could be small or massive. Um, the massive break them into small chunks. That's right. <laughs> but regardless, like it looks different for everybody. Um, but having a goal in general is going to help you feel like you have a purpose. So, for sure. Um, or maybe like help you realign with a purpose or a new purpose. So um, it's super important to have just looking forward, keeps us positive, keeps us looking forward. That's right. Not backwards. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, I know you have a beautiful quote prepared I do, for us, but I don't I'm have so the, excited. I don't have the author once again. So if you know it or if the author hears this and you want to shout out, please let me know. Um, I hope you find what you're looking for out there. I hope that you find the kind of happiness that exists on your own terms. 
I hope you truly take the time to figure out what moves you, what encourages your soul, what you deeply crave from life, and I hope you have the courage to chase that. I hope you have the courage to believe that you are deserving of everything that you desire, that you are capable and worthy of curating the kind of life for yourself that sparks something deep within you. You have a fire inside of you, and I hope you never let convenience or comfort or the easiness of standing still put it out. I hope you show the world what you can do with all of the passion inside of you. Boom! Love that. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. We're just capable of so much, girlfriends, and yeah. I just love everything about what you're doing. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for listening, and we're here, so have a we'll great week. We'll chat soon.